So let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Kumusta po mga pogi? Whatever the heck that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hi everybody. I am Andrew Jordan. And I'm Emily. And welcome to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. That was my brother speaking that, um, what, what did you call it when you read your mission call? T- Tagalog? Tagalog! <laughs> that's what, that's how, Tagalog. But he read it to get, or Tagalog when he, when he first saw it, the language, or the defense, name of the language. Most people do. I didn't. But anyway, so <laughs> you are a rare species. We are very happy that you have decided to uh, focus some of your podcast listening attention on us today. Uh, we hope you're really enjoying life, especially during this crazy time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a thought. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she like, looked at me no, like I she just, had a thought, and so I, I was stopping. No, I was just thinking. I just hope that we're all able to like be rooted in where we're at. Yeah. That's all. Just that. That's a plug for episode coming up soon. A few, probably, because that's kind of like our our theme as a family and as a couple. It's like our motto. Yeah. Be rooted. Be rooted. So, I mean, in a a gist, is that a a phrase? Yeah. In a word, it just means to like be where you're at and like don't get too frustrated with yourself when you can't do things the way you want. So, okay. That was like in like 30 words. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's funny that in English we say (laughs) in a word, but in Russian we say in two words. Yeah, you're right. Like in two words. words. (laughs) But in a string of words and now a paragraph. (laughs) um, Yeah. Just be rooted. Don't get too frustrated or beat yourself down. Just be where you're at and try to live and love life. Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. So if this is the first time you are tuning in to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast, thank you for joining us. We're really excited to have you here along, along, or here with us, here along with us on the journey. Yeah. Does that make sense? Here along with us on this along journey. Along with us on the way on this journey. Yep. All <laughs> the, all the things. Yeah. Um, our goal is to take uh, kind of the esoteric or really kind of vague or general ideas of the gospel, the things that Christ taught, and talk about how we apply them in everyday life and kind of do it in a fun, upbeat way that, I don't know, we're trying to be humorous, light, and fun, but still serious and talk about the things of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have a great guest here today. You heard him speak his little Tagalog thing earlier. (laughs) Um, My brother, Landon, he is a... A missionary, I guess we're a, you're an in limbo missionary. Uh, I'm technically not a missionary right now, but yeah, time's still going. Yeah, yeah. A kind of sort of missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Uh, we're gonna let him kind of explain his story to us for, uh, for a little bit um, to kind of give us a sneak peek into his his adventure. So he had a really interesting experience. He was in the Philippines, um, and. I won't dive in too much into that. Is there anything else you want to say to prime, prime the sun? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. yep. No, I just think he has a really unique perspective, and um, a lot of people are being affected right now by COVID nineteen, and the missionaries of the church are definitely 
included in that. Yeah, the missionaries of our churches and, and the missionaries of all churches. I mean, yeah, all I mean, for sure. all churches are being so severely impacted. Uh, and one cool thing about this opportunity is we have a chance to uh, spend more time with our family, uh, and we have a chance to hear from their from their hear about their experiences and hear stories from them. And so this is a chance to hear Landon's experience, which is very unique. Uh, and I think has a lot. He's a lot to offer us, or me personally, and all of you wonderful people. So, mm-hmm. without without further ado, without further ado, <laughs> here's Landon. We're turning the microphone, so you might hear it. <laughs> there we go. All right, and Landon. Yes. So tell us your story. Okay. So talking to the mic. I uh, <laughs> is this good? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, for, affect our listeners. I don't think it can go through there. <laughs> but um, first, I, I kind of want to start with saying something. Um, I, uh, you guys were talking about uh, being uh, rooted in your situation, mm-hmm. um, and one thing that I learned before all of the COVID nineteen stuff started happening was how to be more rooted, kind of, in my situation. So one time I was struggling really, it was it was struggling really bad. I'm sure you both experienced this, learning to speak Russian in Russia. You thought, like, I, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I am literally in the Philippines. I'm halfway across the world from my home. I have no idea what the people are saying. It's, it's kind of funny that we say halfway across the world. Because if it was all the way the, the world, you'd be the right there. Spot. So why don't we say on the other side of the world? I don't know. Or across the world. It would be across the world. It would be across, yeah. Because like if you're saying across... Wait, so halfway across would be like a quarter across. Yeah. Okay, anyways. What? That is not... That's not... <laughs> <laughs> and like these people are speaking some type of alien language, which if you heard, if you don't understand Tagalog and you hear it, you you think, what the heck is going on it here? It seriously sounds like the Minions from Despicable Me. Well, fun fact. Have you listened to it? I have listened to a little bit of Minion Talk, mm-hmm. um, but it's mixed with a lot of different things. But okay. fun, yeah, it's like the Minions do speak some Filipino words. <laughs> That's cute. And so, I mean, if I watch the entire movie, I'll probably recognize some words. <laughs> and my, when I hear Tagalog, it, to me, it sounds like someone is just like babbling while they have bubblegum in their mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. It's like, it's like if like a, a child was speaking Spanish with bubblegum in their mouth. Uh, that's, what, that's what it sounds like. It is a beautiful language, and it is it is sometimes funny seeing a, a white person like talk. So gusto ko na magsalita ng tagalog dahil sa sobra fun at mahirap. That's hilarious. Alam ko po na hindi na intindihan po. Too long. Kayo. Too long already. If you have any Filipino <laughs> listeners, they'll at least understand okay. that part. <laughs> I think we have a couple from the Philippines, so they'll be happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, so going back to my story, <laughs> I was really struggling. And so I was studying in uh, the Book of Mormon, which is script, another testament of Jesus Christ. Um, and Second Nephi chapter 31, verse 22, and it said, Wherefore, ye must press forward with a steadfastness in Christ, having a perfect brightness of hope and a love of God and of all men, 
Wherefore, if ye shall press forward, feasting upon the words of Christ, and endure to the end, behold, thus saith the Father, ye shall have eternal life. Um, one reason I really like that scripture is because I was really struggling and it gave us these simple things to be able to get through, not just uh, simple, like small parts of life or just parts of life, uh, but through life itself. Um, just like uh, having perfect brightness of hope, pressing forward, just, like these simple things, it really just helps. And that helped me to understand that. Um, and so, like, that just kind of, like, that uh, that scripture now is helping me. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, like you said, it's something that it, the, the thing about principles is principles are applicable always, not just in any given situation. They're not situational. Mm-hmm. They're they're eternally applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who don't know, for those of you who are not m- either members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we're not plugged into what's going on uh, in the church's missionary efforts, uh, starting in... March. March? Mm-hmm. Mid-March? Late March? I don't remember anymore. Uh, it was, uh, I think, early March. Okay. Early-ish March, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints started pulling back all of their missionaries. Um, and the, To go back to their native country, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's really complicated, actually. But We don't have to get into all that. Yeah. Basically, they started pulling back a significant number of their missionaries who are serving in foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Um and that started so like ground zero really was the Philippines. Was the Philippines at least for the full pullback? Yeah, they. I mean, it's it kind of went with like Hong Kong. They were pulled out, but oh yeah, Hong Kong was first around with that. Um, but the Philippines was the largest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where our story is going to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first, how long? When did you get there? How long were you in the Philippines for? So I was in the Philipp- I got in the Philippines October twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Okay. Um, and so I went to a place to uh, the missionary training center to uh, learn more about how to teach people and learn Tagalog. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, in that in that place in the Philippines for uh, six weeks, and then I went to uh, Cavite, Cavite City. Uh, and I was in Capite City for about three months, and then I moved to Dunghari for about uh, three weeks. So in total, I was in the Philippines for five months. I actually left the Philippines on my five-month month mark. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I didn't and, realize it. But. Right. And um, missionaries, um, male missionaries, sorry, I couldn't, think, <laughs> I couldn't think of my words. Male missionaries are um, called for two years. Yes. And so sisters, five months, not quite two years. Right. So sisters are called for 18 months. So just to kind of put that in perspective, um, he was only there for like five, a tiny, tiny portion. Yeah, it seems like a long time, but in in reality, like kind of in the context of Latter-day Saint missions, it was pretty pretty short. short. It was a pretty short time. I was still new. (laughs) Yeah, he was, yeah, he was still greeny. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's start with um, the day before you were quarantined in your apartment. Okay, so the um, day before I was quarantined in my apartment, uh, I mean, we kind of knew, we knew it was coming. Uh, the time we didn't know, it was actually a week before. Um, so a week before, it was com- it was completely normal. And uh, we, 
like kind of knew COVID was around and it was like we had they had three total cases in the Philippines and we were doing our normal normal schedules uh, just a little bit of like being careful but um and then there was one in the matter in a week it went from completely normal to being pulled out uh, so we were normal and then I heard like from missionaries being pulled out. Yeah, missionaries yeah. being pulled out. And so uh, the day before, we got we got a text from the government saying, okay, a qu- quarantine's happening. You have to stay in your apartments and uh, your houses. And so uh, the next day, we start, stayed in our apartment. And I, we got a text about noon from our, the leader of our mission, our mission president. And he he said that all foreign who all missionaries not from the Philippines were being evacuated, and so we packed everything up. Um, and the next day they brought us to the back to the MTC, um, and so we got there on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, about a Tuesday, and we stayed in the MTC from Tuesday to Sunday. But the MTC uh, staying there uh, was r- really hard because the days seem long. We go from working all day to being there, and all you have to do is study mm-hmm. and talk to people. And so it's just it's just a long day, and you feel like you're not really doing what you need to be doing. Uh, but whenever we first got there, they said, you're going to be leaving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, you're going to be leaving Friday. Not 30 minutes later after they told us we were leaving Friday, they're like, oh, you're leaving Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they said uh, uh, there was an earthquake in Salt Lake. <laughs> which is where you were flying to originally. Which is right? where we were flying to. And they, so the church chartered five jumbo jets from Delta uh, to fly. Yeah. Five. Uh, to fly to the Philippines. And pick us all up. And uh, everything that was happening, all the people who were getting this uh, coordinated worked in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't go to work. Mm-hmm. And so they because said, of the, the earthquake. Yeah. So they said, our person said, you, we don't know when the planes are going to come in. We didn't think that we were leaving, for sure. There were multiple missionaries who, were like, who actually couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, their home countries were closed off, um, uh, and then on sa- like Saturday, they said you're leaving tomorrow, and so the jumbo jets are on their way now. You are going to leave for the empty for the uh, the airport on Sunday, and so um, little side note, this whole thing kind of felt like. Uh, and scorch trials whenever they're all in the, <laughs> in the yeah. they go into the lunchroom and they call people out mm-hmm. because throughout the stay they had people leaving because they're not everybody's American and so they're right. leaving going to their own countries. their own countries and so they said and they were also trying to get us on uh, they originally were trying to get us on to commercial flights um, and so they're like you have to be listening because they may call your name. <laughs> so, yeah. um, that's a really good image of the scorch trials yeah, it is. Yeah. 
So hopefully they weren't harvesting your organs in the back room. <laughs> no, they were not. Uh, I looked at one of the, my temporary companion. I was like, "This is like the Scorch Trials, except they're not killing us." <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> um, but it was just a, a time of uncertainty. Uh, I didn't know, like. If I was coming home, I we had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anybody actually knew what was going on. But into the unknown. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally into the unknown, <laughs> and it, the uh, we finally got to the airport, and we're in the international airport, and all it is are foreigners, and uh, we check in, and this all seems very surreal. Uh-huh. Where uh, we just have a ton of missionaries. Uh, I think it was probably about thirteen hundred missionaries. Wow! In the airport. That's so many. Yeah, we weren't all at the MTC. They had a they had mm-hmm. us in hotels too, okay. so it wasn't like thirteen hundred missionaries. Like, boom! Yeah. And an area made for two hundred and thirty missionaries. Right. But um, there were just so many missionaries. And we all spoke different languages, even though we were all serving in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Like you had people, I spoke Tagalog. You had people speaking Cebuano. You had people speaking some random dialect that's in the far back off country, back off like <laughs> areas of the Philippines, because mm-hmm. there's just a ton of different languages. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun to see, like, oh, like I, like you just like when you speak to God, like I would speak to God to a missionary, like. They're like, what is that? Oh, sorry. What language do you speak? Oh, I speak Sabano. Oh, so I have to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, and I really, a lot of us didn't really even think that we were going to get out of there until we were taking off in the yeah. plane. Right. Yeah. And so we had our, I was on flight two, I think, but I, I got to Salt Lake and... I was supposed to have a connecting flight, but then they're like, oh, your flight leaves at five in the morning tomorrow. And so they gave that me sucks. a hotel. <laughs> they gave me a hotel. <laughs> I went to the hotel and I, they had carpets on the floor and I was like, this is so nice. So I was like, it's like hotel carpets. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a fireplace. <laughs> what hotel are you staying at? <laughs> Residence in Marriott? Way to go, Marriott. <laughs> But me and my temporary companion, my roommate, we we took out Phase Ten and we just played Phase Ten next to the fireplace, and he we, <laughs> my voice just cracked. But <laughs> but we were just we both didn't know what was going on. We didn't know if we were gonna get released. Hold on, let me just I I should probably add a clarifier. When he says uh, companion, missionaries are assigned. Like a, a like another missionary to serve with, mm-hmm. and like they work together. They're uh, called companions. Yeah, and so you, you're always with like a companion missionary. Mm-hmm. There's nothing romantic about them. <laughs> <So we're laughs> sitting by the fire <laughs> playing <laughs> card games with his companion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is, there's no romantic over or undertones. It's yeah, no tones. I no tones. There are no romantic tones involved whatsoever. <laughs> If you're not familiar with missionary jargon, just <laughs> yeah. so you're aware now. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to the hotel and I was actually able to call our uh, parents. And just say, hey, I arri- I landed in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Right. Like, I'm at a hotel. 
Yeah. He sounded exhausted. <laughs> I was so tired. <laughs> I can't imagine. Because that entire week leading up to it, I probably got about maybe 12 hours of sleep. That's so crazy. I couldn't... After we found out I was leaving, I was up all night. I could not sleep. Mm-hmm. I prayed probably a while. <laughs> I don't know how long. I probably prayed for a while. You know? I prayed for a long I time. I can't get much more specific than that, really. <laughs> I prayed for a long time. It's like, 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 ask me what it was like. How was it like? It was indescribable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was, Ryan. That was like what that was. <laughs> I prayed for just a while. A while, <laughs> probably. I mean, at least I gave something. <laughs> Anyway, so we picked you up, me and mom picked you up from the airport on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, and so the families Um, weren't supposed to, they weren't supposed to have big groups go, and so we we weren't in Salt Lake where they were asked not even to go inside. mm -hmm. So. Right. Yeah. So we picked him up in New Orleans when he finally made it. Yeah, but it was just my mom and Emily, and I was with the kids. Yep. Okay, so you talked about getting released. What does, can you maybe explain what that means, what being released means? Okay, so, um... As missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you get called, um, and then um, you get set apart by somebody who has authority to set you apart, mm-hmm. and so which like officially makes you a missionary. It officially makes you a missionary, and um, and so whenever you get released, it's basically saying, okay, like you're no longer a missionary, and um, the. Uh, the power that comes with being a missionary or uh, the That's spirit that follows with the spirit that follows you as a missionary uh, is taken away. Yeah, we usually call it like the mantle, the mantle, yeah, the mantle of mission, like, like missionaryhood. Responsibility. Yeah. The responsibility, the special authority and the power, mm. because missionaries are not, uh, we believe like missionaries are not just people going about doing good things. Like missionaries are people who are, called of God who are set apart by the laying on of hands of someone who has the priesthood of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it is a it is a very special and sacred obligation and calling. And uh, at the end of your mission, like Lana was saying, uh, you're released from that missionary service. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Tell us a little bit about your situation, because your situation was different. Yes, my situation is very different. Yeah. Um, so, there in the while we were all stuck in the MTC, there were rumors like, "Oh, we're gonna get released while we're home for two weeks." Because mm-hmm. um, you thought you were only gonna be home for two weeks. Yeah, we thought we were only gonna be home for two weeks, and then they're gonna send us oh, off. Because there's, yeah. So why don't you just explain what happened? Okay, so. I got home and I was here. I did my. I started my quarantine and I was not released. I was told I was not. I was gonna stay a missionary, and then as soon as like as soon as my quarantine was up, my uh, like government mandate mandatory quarantine mandated my government mandated quarantine <laughs> my government mandated quarantine. Thank you, grammar Nazi. <laughs> um, uh, after that quarantine, I was going to be going home. You say grammar Nazi, but you looked at me as soon as you realized you didn't know how to say it. Exactly. <laughs> no? <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> but, um, and so I, I, we, we just kept on getting different information. And they said, okay, you are going to be released 
um, for a time and then you can choose in between going back out as soon as possible or uh, going back out in a year to a year and a half. And so um, I got released. Um, so I got released and I am opting to go back out as soon as possible. And are you going back to the Philippines? Um, I will have a temporary assignment. Um, and if the Philippines opens up uh, back up to missionaries, uh, foreign missionaries, because we still have Filipinos there. Mm -hmm. If it opens back up to foreign missionaries, then uh, depending on how much longer I have left on my mission, I'm pretty sure they would send me back. Okay, so your this like release is not pausing your mission time, right? Like your mission clock is still running. Yeah, so my mission clock is still running because I chose to go out, go back out as soon as possible. So okay. I am technically about six months into my mission. Okay. So how over. how long has it been since you've been home? Uh, I think about a month and a half. So it'll be about six and a half months into my mission. Has it been a month and a half? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it has. Wow. <laughs> it's halfway through <laughs> April. This has been the weirdest black I'm like, hole. like, no, we just got back last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't believe it's already May. Have Almost you, May. Yeah, I feel like every time I sit down to think about time, like, what is going on? <laughs> like, this is yeah. not real. It's super weird. It's yeah. like, it goes by slow, but then it goes by fast at the same time. I feel like it hasn't really gone by sl slow. It's just like, it's just going. I think it's going so fast. Yeah. That's like, that's ta tangent. We can have a whole episode on time. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so it's been over a month and a half. Um, any questions you want to ask him, hon, about... Well, I just want to ask, like, what's been the hardest adjustment? The hardest adjustment? Um, it's really hard keeping up my study of the scriptures because as a missionary you have hours well you have an hour dedicated to just to yourself studying scripture that's so nice <laughs> it's very nice and then 30 minutes to language study and 30 minutes to studying with your companion you only had 30 minutes for language study mm-hmm oh. oh only 30 minutes for companion study yeah we were like three hours of study a day. <laughs> oh, we gosh. would have personal study for an hour, and then language study, study for, for an hour, hour, and then companionship study for an hour, and then lunch. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right, it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> so whenever you're training, you have an hour of language study and an hour of companionship study. But after, We have an extra hour on top of that. And when you're in training as a Russian missionary, you have four hours of study a day. <laughs> Anyway. Sorry, go on. It's not about us, but not you. Not about yeah. So, um, but being back home, there's so many different distractions, um, and one one goal I have is uh, to study for thirty minutes and write down what I've learned, mm -hmm. and, and uh, do that in the morning, um, or like do it. I need to set an actual time. Uh, my goal is to do it in the morning, uh, but if I don't do it in the morning, I trying to do it at night mm -hmm. um but that um is the I, I would say is probably the hardest thing to keep up is studying mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys felt that whenever you got home but like the uh, just keeping up the study for after sure. you get home definitely that, i feel like that mm -hmm. was hard for me okay i have another question yes okay so you've grown up in this church and you knew your whole life you were going to serve a mission. Mm -hmm. 
you probably didn't think it would end up like this. <laughs> no, was I didn't. Was there, not. like, any, like, disappointment or, like, was it hard to accept that your mission story is different than what you had expected or, like, lived, like, dreamed for, you know? Well, I think one thing, it really wasn't, it's weird and sort of. Because I always like, I want to go out, I want to surf for two years, uh, and of course there's going to be things that happen, but I didn't think I would be home five months right. into my mission. Um, but uh, whenever I was in the MTC, a hur hurricane came, and then right after I got out, another hurricane came, and then a volcano happened. <laughs> A volcano erupted. Um, and it happened. A volcano just happened. <laughs> but it came upon. <laughs> so I thought the same thing, but I don't know really? why. Yeah. Oh wow, that's weird. <laughs> it's like I happened upon a volcano, yeah. but do do. Um, so like simply, my in the five months I was there, big things happened. Two oh. hurricanes. Uh, volcano uh, uh a virus right um and then not just in the philippines but outside of the philippines you had that massive fire going on in australia and uh you had i think there were massive blizzards going on in uh the northern united states i don't remember anything past a week ago so <laughs> <laughs> i remember know. me getting home right i have uh, vaguely vaguely <laughs> Remember our hours of Axis and Allies playing? So many hours, yeah. <laughs> I do remember this. It's all like a dream. <laughs> a dream of a dream. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. A, a dream. dream. Or a dream of a dream. Oh, it's from Narnia. That's what it's from. Oh. When they're like walking through the forest at the end. Mm -hmm. It's like, I remember this place. Spare Oom. Spare Oom. <laughs> it's like a dream. Or a dream of a dream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I knew Too this. Too many quotes. In this I knew this. Thing. Thing. But, yeah, that is such a hard thing. The um, th this idea of uh, like we have an idea of what we want our lives to look like, and even sometimes like our sacrifices. Like we have this idea of like, oh, we want our sacrifice to the Lord to look like this or to feel like this, mm -hmm. um, and to be in a place in our lives where we are so comfortable with accepting His will that we can. Uh, sacrifice our idea of our sacrifice, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. and be willing to offer up the sacrifice he requires of us instead of the sacrifice we would like to we would like to give him. Um, especially when that the change in the sacrifice is less than you were expecting to make, or like the opposite, like you probably expected that you're going to sacrifice two years to serve a mission. Well, now he needs you to sacrifice that and stay home mm -hmm. for right yeah. now. So that's yeah. just kind of like an interesting thing. I'm else. going from two years to <clears throat> 22 months or 23 months, however long this however lasts. Long lasts. Yeah. 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 And so it's, it, it, I mean, it's the challenge of every follower of Christ since the beginning, right? Is just offering the sacrifice that the Lord wants us to offer instead of the sacrifice that we would like to offer. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that's different for every single person. Because every single person is different, and the Lord knows exactly what you need to offer up. And it's hard. It's so hard. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and how uh, life changes and, and comes at you and from comes at you in ways you weren't expecting, and you're expected to 
to do things that you weren't expecting to do and um, and how sometimes it's hard to give up your dreams or your dreams of your dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's always worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, to fully answer your question... One so thing that, sorry, I totally interrupted you. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you did. It's okay. Yeah. We went off on a tangent, yeah. and I completely forgot where we were before the tangent. Yeah, like, and then you, you remember. Would, yeah. Um, so you asked how, like, um, like how I... How to accept it. Yeah. 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 Um, so at the, tour, at the beginning of my mission, um, well, like two or three months into my mission, because mm-hmm. I'm technically still at the beginning, but <laughs> um, I told myself my mission is not going to be as expected. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't. I you had a feeling about yeah, that? I had a feeling that at least every six weeks, every transfer, so transfers are six weeks, it just organi- like, organizational purposes for yeah, missions. Time blocking. Yeah. Um, every transfer, I would have some type of natural disaster. Some type of <laughs> something is going to happen yeah. during it. Um, Logan, Landon's mission president was like, Man, Elder Jordan, as soon as he got here, everything went to crack in a handbasket. Maybe we should just send him back. <laughs> I love President Quelan. <laughs> anyway, so back to your answer. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, saying that and coming to that conclusion early on has actually made it a lot easier. Um, like, you, you've come to me and said... It doesn't matter that your mission is shorter than expected. Um, mm-hmm. It's still serving your mission. Mm-hmm. And I, they, they kind of spoke on that a lot whenever we were in the MTC. They showed talks about that, about stuff like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel like I haven't really struggled with that thought. That's good. Um, it just, it, it seems like, like, one thing that's really helped me is to think... Whatever happens, the Lord is in control. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I well, technically not a full time servant right now, but I, I was a full time servant of the Lord, and whatever he, like his his leaders of his church have the missionaries do is what's supposed to happen at that moment. Right, like it's yeah. not a surprise to him. Yeah. yeah, and how cool that like the Lord was working with you and hopefully with many other missionaries who are experiencing the same thing uh, to kind of engender that understanding Mm -hmm. from the beginning of their missionary service. Um, uh, And I'm grateful that he did that with you, that he was, that you were sensitive enough and that he saw fit to kind of help you develop this idea uh, beforehand. So you wouldn't have to, you know, scramble to understand and scramble to kind of buoy up your faith. Uh, as you, as soon as you came in to, uh, like, I'm sorry, Emily hates the word buoy and I think she's laughing. No, I actually wasn't laughing about it. No? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. She thinks that's a legitimate yeah. way to use the word buoy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Anyway. I just think it's such a weird sounding word. Buoy. Anyway, so I'm grateful that the Lord helped strengthen your faith and, um, man, now all the only word I can think of is buoy. <laughs> Uh, build you up so that when you came into contact with this trial, you weren't scrambling to strengthen your faith, um, and that your faith was already strong enough to deal with it. Do you have any else? other questions for him? Yeah, I think I think you asked some great questions. I think we're good. Okay, well, thanks, Landon, for uh, hanging out with us 
Yeah. You're so very for welcome. For sharing your wisdom and your experience and, <laughs> and your stories. And hopefully we can have you back on in a year and a half. And so we can when talk. When you're like officially done. done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know there's lots of questions that we could have, uh, we could have had Landon answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe we'll do a follow-up episode next week. So if you listen to this episode and you love it and you're really interested in asking. Let's do it. Let's just plan on it. Okay, we'll do it. So if, you, if you're really interested in asking Landon questions about the Philippines or about his missionary experience, or about missionaries in general, or about the Book of Mormon, or about priesthood, or anything like that, uh, send those questions in to us, and we will have him back on as like soon a, as we have some... Like Q&A. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do pure Q&A. That sound good, Landon? Yeah, sounds good to me. You're not doing anything, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> what are any of us doing? Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing, though? Anyways. Yeah. Let well, me check my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can squeeze you in. Let me, uh, I feel like Pam. Yeah. Where's my planner? Anyway. Okay, guys. Well, we hope you enjoy this conversation with Landon, his little fun story time. Um, if you are enjoying hanging out with us over here on the podcast, please leave us a rating and review because it's super de duper de helps us yep. uh, get found and helps us, helps other families find us. Yeah. To, yeah. 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 Tell the people about us. I just like us. failed that whole. It's all right. Blurb. It's all right. I like uh, it. Basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And then the more people will be strengthened in Christ. Yep. That's how I should have done it. It's beautiful either way. Okay. So also please subscribe if you're not subscribed. So you can get updates when we post, uh, post new content. Right. Which lately has been several times a week. Yep. So we love you dearly. We know that Christ loves you, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Amen. Peace Peace out. Peace out. Keep the faith.